if you've not already followed us on any of our social media, be sure to follow us on Facebook at NA Victory Church, Instagram at na.victorychurch, and YouTube at Victory Church Media to stay informed of all that's going on here at Victory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Is God not already working in this place this evening? Amen. Is God not already answering prayers here this evening? Amen. The Bible says in Psalms 97 verse 5 that the hills melted like wax before the presence of the Lord. Amen. All the people saw his righteousness and beheld his glory. Amen. I don't know what you came into the house with today. But if you'll bring it before the presence of the Lord, it'll begin to melt like wax before his presence. There's nothing too big for God to handle. There's nothing too great that God can't take care of. Amen. You're in the right place today. Amen. You're in the right place today. Amen. And I truly believe that God wants to do something special here. Amen. What a wonderful time of the Lord we had this morning. And we're rejoicing with our sister, amen, as she was baptized with the gift of the Holy Ghost and began to speak with another tongue as the Spirit gave her the utterance. Thank you, Jesus, amen. We're going to see this sister, amen. There are people that we're going to see in heaven, amen. And just as your pastor said, God said, lift up the, your eyes to the fields, for they are white and ready with the harvest. Amen. Not just the field here, not just the field in Lebanon, but fields all over the world. We're going to see brothers and sisters when we make it to the other side. Amen. That have received the same baptism that you and I received of this powerful Holy Ghost. I'm thankful to be a part of the church today. If you have your Bibles, would you turn with me? We're going to go to the book of Revelation, chapter 7, in verse 9. And while you're turning there, I want to give such high honor to your pastor, to Pastor Bishop. Amen. And, and Bishop Bishop as well. I was so, so delighted to see him this morning. Amen. These are, these are mighty men that I have been able to grow up with, and, and uh, they've impacted me throughout the years. And it's a high honor to be here with you this evening. And I also want to thank you for your continual support and prayer for the Apostolic Church of Beirut, Lebanon over there. Today we had our first service, amen, in a daughter work that we are starting closer to the heart of Beirut. Amen. And there God is leading people and bringing people in. Amen. And God has a revival that he's planning for this end time. And God is working it together. Amen. There are people that are leaving everything that they've ever known because they found something that's real. We have people that say, for 40 years I've been praying to this God. I've been praying to Allah. And not one time have I seen any of my prayer requests answered. But when we learned to pray in the name of Jesus, they said we began to see miracle after miracle happen. Amen. And it's like we found a key that when you pray with the power of the name of Jesus, amen, it begins to unlock doors in your life. We serve a God that is alive and real, and he reigns forevermore. Amen. The book of Revelation chapter 7 and verse 9. After this I beheld... And lo, a great multitude which no man could number. Everybody say, no man could number. Of all nations 
and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and psalms in their hands and cried with a loud voice saying salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb I want to read verse 9 again it said there was a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and psalms in their hands and cried with a loud voice saying salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. Tonight, I have a message that is for certain people in this church. I had a hard time kind of coming to terms because the first part of this message is not very easy. It's not an easy thing to preach at times. And then it's sort of a warning that goes forth. And you got to be sensitive. Because God, he never issues a warning out of the desire, amen, to, to condemn anybody. He never issues a, a warning out of the desire, amen, to, but God always loves you enough to speak into your life. And God always loves you enough to, to try and, 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 and call you back to where you first were. Call you back to the first love. Amen. Let you remember some of the things that you might have forgotten. And God always tries to pull at the heartstrings. Amen. And call you back into that relationship, back into the fold, back into the shepherd's arms. And so tonight I want to preach to you just for a little while today on this topic. There is no number. There is no number. Amen. Would you be sensitive with me tonight to the Holy Ghost? Would you put your Bibles down? Would you lift up your hands and pray with me in this sanctuary right here in New Albany, Mississippi, where God is delivering his word at this very hour into our hearts and into our souls. Lord Jesus, I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, for your mercies, God. Thank you for your love and for your kindness, God. You're here in this place. Your angels are here, God. Your Holy Ghost is ministering. Anoint this word, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. Anoint this place and speak into our hearts and into our lives today. Would you give God a hand clap of praise? Say, God, do it in me, Jesus. And all God's people would just say amen today. Amen. And you can be seated. From the very beginning, God found it imperative to begin to divide and to enumerate, or that is to count his creation. From the very beginning, God began to develop a system. And in that system, he could begin to measure and he could begin to weigh things and to check them in the balance and in the scale. Amen. And so we know that from the very beginning in Genesis chapter one and verse three, God said, let there be light and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. But then God divided the light from the darkness. God still divides things and God still makes the separation and God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day 
and from the very beginning of this creation of a system, from the very beginning of this creation of an operation and of time and of the measurement, God began to work not outside of his creation, but God even bound himself to work inside of the system. God even, even bound himself to work inside of the numbers, if you will. And then God began to divide it the first day, the second day, and God worked with inside of the numbers. And on the seventh day, we know that God rested. He didn't stop there, but he kept on creating. He kept on numbering. Amen. The firmaments that separated the waters in the, in the heavens and separated the earth below. The separation between the sea that came in and between the borders of the land. God kept on dividing and God kept on putting things into balance. Even the days of every single one of us here today. God has numbered them. God has measured them and God has balanced them. David said it like this, God, teach me to number my days because I know that they are evil against me because they are, they are ever passing. They're quickly vanishing like a vapor. God, teach me that I might be wise, that I can number my days and I can work within the system of the Lord. Lord, that I might apply my heart to wisdom. David was a wise man. David realized there's a number. David realized that the clock is ticking. David realized that things are being divided. And every single one of us today, our days are counted and our days are divided. Almost 600 years before the coming of Christ, the most powerful king in the world, the king of Babylon, decided to throw another party in the palace. But what was different about this party is he decided to bring in the precious things of the temple of God. King Belshazzar brought them out from the treasury and brought them out from the treasure trove. And he decided in an act of defiance, apathy, in an act of rebellion against God, he decided to worship, worship the world with the things of God. He decided to celebrate sin with some of the precious things of God. We gotta be real careful today. There's some things that God sets. There's some things that God ordains and he says they're gonna be for my glory. And he says, I'm gonna use them, amen, to bring me glory. And we gotta be careful that we don't take them out of the precious place where God has given them. And we start taking them and using them for the world. And suddenly Belshazzar's knees begin to shake. His face changes and fear grips his heart as he looks and he sees a heavenly hand writing on the wall. And that which was written on the wall said, many, many, tackle you farson, meaning many. God has numbered your days, King Belshazzar. This whole time you were partying and having fun. This whole time you were being lackadaisical and apathetical about your walk. This whole time, you aren't taking things seriously. Oh, God. And God has been numbering your days. The whole time. Every single day, God's been counting it. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Jesus, Jesus. Tackle, meaning you're weighed in the balances. 
You see, God doesn't just number things, but he weighs them. The Bible says a just balance is of the Lord. A just and an equal balance is given by God. So your days have been numbered and you've been weighed in the balance and you've been found wanting. And peris, meaning your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and to the Persians. I wanna tell you today, God numbers our days. God measures our days. God balances our moments and God makes decisions based on what we've decided. Amen, I, hallelujah. I wanna be sensitive to the Holy Ghost right now because God is actually not, God is not shielding himself from, from our days and God is not letting them pass casually by. Amen. But God is numbering them. Amen. And every single step we take, God measures it and God ponders it. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 24 that every idle word that we speak will be held in the day of judgment. Your words that you speak, they're being balanced. The words that we say are, are being measured. We, we got to be real careful about what we say, especially when we come into church and we're talking with our brothers and sisters. Amen. The church is, we got to be careful. We don't take some things that, amen, inside of the church, there's something different from the world. Something is divided and something is separated. Inside of this church, you find the love of God in every single person. Inside of this church, you find the mercies and the favors, and you can't find it from anywhere else outside. Amen. Something's different about the church. Amen. Amen. We gotta be careful that at least when we come into this church, we start loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. I care about how your day has been. I care about what you went through this week. I love you. And every word I say is measured in the balance. When you step outside of the church, I wanna tell you, it's also measured. It's also balanced. The Bible tells us that God pondereth the hearts. God, and that word ponder, it means to, to balance it and to test it and to weigh it. God is pondering your heart. God is checking the caliber. God is checking the quality. God is seeing how much do you, how much do you really love me? How much do you really love me and really desire the things of me? Are you cold or are you hot? Are you trying to be lukewarm or do you really love me today? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to preach, amen, but I truly believe God wants to talk to somebody today. I truly believe that, you know, if, you, if you've been walking and searching after God, God has weighed that. God has balanced it. And you've been found in favor with God because you desired the true things of the Lord. David said, my soul has been hungering and thirsting that I might see the glory of God, that I might taste his power. The fact that you're in today, you're in the church today, God saw that step that you took to be here. 
God waited in the balance. And so this is somebody who really wants to see the glory of God. This is somebody who's really hungry for the things of the spirit and really desires to taste and see. I'm not satisfied with just a little bit. I'm not satisfied with just a little touch from God. Oh, but I want everything that I can give my hands on. That's why your pastor said it's like a funnel. God, don't let any escape off the sides, but let it come right down into my heart. God, I pray, don't spare any of it on me. I want everything, Jesus. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Is anybody hungry today for the things of God? Would you give God a hand clap of praise today? This God that we serve, he's a God that numbers. He's a God that tests. He tries the reins of the heart. Amen. And he's also a God of the measurement and of the balance. In Revelations chapter 6, John is seeing the end time and the coming of judgment. This horse, this horseman has been loosed from heaven. He is without pity. He is without mercy. And that's how judgment is, because God binds himself to the system. God never wanted mankind to suffer. God never wants anybody to have to, have, to, have to miss out on the good things of God or have to go to hell. Nobody, no, God, doesn't, God never desired that. And I want to tell you, in, in this book, in Revelation chapter 6, when John saw the horseman that was coming down to bring judgment, it, he said that he saw it had a scale in its hands. That even the judgment of God has a measure. And even the judgment of God has a number. Amen. I want to tell you today, our sins have wages. And the wages of sin are death. The words that you speak in sin, the things that you do in sin, amen, the, the, the things you give yourself to and allow to enter in, amen, they've got a number, they've got a price on them. And so this horse of judgment that's coming down, it had a scale. You see, God never wants to give more than the scale requires, but he's put in place a system. He's put in place a law. Amen. And I want to tell you, it's only by the mercy of God today that you and I, because God held his hand on the other side, amen, and God kept it from tipping on over us. It's only by the mercy of God that we're able to continue today. Amen. It's only by the mercy of God that he didn't take his hand off and the things that we should be experiencing because the scale was way out of balance a long time ago. But it's his hand and it's his mercy mercy that kept the scale and kept the balance and gave you time and called to you. Come on over to the other side. You don't have to be on. Come on over to the other side of the scale. Come on. There's, there's mercy for you here. There's grace for you here. It's the hand of God that kept the things from tipping over against us. And I'm thankful today because the fact that you and I are here today means that God still hands his hand on the scale and that God is still holding the balance into place. Would you close your eyes with me right now? 
all across this sanctuary. Amen. If you'll be sensitive right now, amen, beyond what we're in right now, beyond the physical, there is a spiritual world, amen. And I want to tell you, if you're sensitive, you can feel everything around us hanging and weighing in the balance. Amen. The earth that we're on, amen, it's hanging in the balance. The universe, it hangs in the balance. Everything is there with the balance. You're sitting in your seat right now or you're standing. And I want to ask you today, can you feel the balance? Can you feel the measure? Can you feel the sides of the scale and of the balance that's there? Amen. Every word, every step, everything the Bible says, it's inside of the balance. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you were to be honest with yourself this evening, which side, where, where, where do you find yourself? Amen. And I want to tell you, if the answer is that you're not sure, that you're worried, amen, today, God sets balances right all the time. And I want to tell you, God has already paid the price so that you can set the balance back in order. All you have to do is make the decision that you're going to walk on over to the other side. God, this heart that you're pondering, that you're measuring, that you're weighing, that you're trying, I want to give it for you, God. Everything, withholding nothing, God. I want to passionately pursue you with all of my life. I believe in this place there's still some people, amen, that say, God, I want you, Jesus, more than I want anything else. I want you, God, more than the next air that I, more than the next breath that I breathe, God. I desire to have you, Lord Jesus, more than anything else, God. And I want to tell you, when you make that decision, amen, the balances start to get set. God gives you grace, amen, and God gives you mercy. But I want to tell you something. God doesn't just give you mercy and God doesn't just give you grace. But in Psalms, he said, for as high as the heaven is above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Have you ever tried to measure how high the heaven is above the earth? Come on, have you ever tried to measure how far up the universe goes or how far down and then he says in Psalms 103 verse 12 as far as the east is from the west so far hath he removed our transgressions for from us I got some news for some people today when you make that decision and you decide to step into the mercies and the grace of God you can't measure how much God wants to bless you. Amen. You can't measure the height. You can't count it as far as, as it is from the earth up into the heavens. You can't, you can't count the distance from the east to the west. 
Amen. But there's some times and there's some moments where God stops counting and God actually begins to stop measuring. You see, when God wants to bless you, there is no number to the blessings that God has in store for you. You see, he told it to Abraham like this. I'm going to bless you like the sands of the sea and like the stars in the heaven, and you're not going to be able to count it. I'm not going to care about the measure or the balance or about the number or about the system anymore. But when God wants to bless you, David said, it's just going to be like my cup running over. Come on. God isn't, God isn't stingy when he decides to bless people. But when God decides that he's going to pour out a blessing on you, amen, the oil never runs dry and the oil never runs out. That's how high above the heavens the mercy of God is. And that's how far the east is from the west. That when Jesus was lifted up on the cross, right there he hung in the balance between heaven and earth. And it was this Jesus today. He said that in blessing, I'm going to bless you. Amen. In prospering you, I'm going to prosper you like you've never seen it before. I want to tell you today, God has been so good to his people. Amen. Today, we've never seen the righteous forsaking, nor his seed begging for bread. When God decides to bless you, nothing can hold it back. When God decides to bless you, nothing can close the door that God has opened. Come on, I'm speaking this to somebody's life today. Amen. I want to tell you, if you'll believe that God has all power in his hands, when God decides to pour out his spirit, there is nothing that can hold back the abundant blessings of God. Oh, come on. Come on, God. Didn't you count? Didn't you measure? Didn't you weigh how much the net could hold when you walked up to Simon Peter? He'd been fishing all night. He'd been casting on both sides, and suddenly you tell him to flip the balance and get on on the other side and suddenly whenever he gets on the other side of the boat his net becomes so full that the bible said it began to break he couldn't even hold it anymore that was the blessing of god not just that but the the other fishermen in the other boats in the area they came and they decided to start helping peter why because when god decides to bless you there is no number when God decides to bless you. Oh, you can't count the goodness of God. You can't count the blessings of the Lord. Amen. He just keeps pouring it out. Oh, come on. Some of us, amen, and I'm just going to step into this for a second. Some of us, we think that when we bring our tithes to the church, that we start to step out of balance, and we feel like, like it's uneven anymore. Amen. But I want to tell you today, you cannot outgive God. 
As much as you put on one side, God just abundantly blesses on the other side. He said, try me and see if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to contain it. Amen. God doesn't care about how, how big your capacity is for a blessing. He just wants to make sure, amen, that he overflows that capacity. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Pastor Bishop, I just, I just feel in my spirit, amen, that there won't be enough room one day in this building. I feel it'll be soon. Amen. God, God doesn't look at the capacity and look at the amount of chairs and the number of chairs that are in the building. God just desires that it would be overflowing. God just desires that there would be more, more, more than enough, more than before. Oh, more than you can number, more than you can measure. Come on, God. Come on, Jesus. Uh, why are you having the disciples to go around and count all the people on the hillside? And they came back and they said, there's 5,000 men, not including women and children. We don't know how much. I want to tell you, Jesus knew how many people were on that hillside. And when he began to break the bread and he used that fish, I want to tell you, it wasn't just enough for the 5,000, maybe the 10,000, maybe the 15,000. It, it was more than enough. And they filled up baskets afterwards. God, you know how much every person can eat? But God doesn't care. He just wants to give you more. And God just wants to make sure that when I bless you, there's not enough room for you to contain it. That's the blessings of God. That's the mercy and the favor of God. Amen. You might count up all your sins. You might count up all your faults. But when God gives you mercy, the Bible says they are new every morning. You can't out the mercy of God. You can't out the grace of God. But it's still always, always, always more than enough. Amen. If we could all stand here this evening. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is the will of God. It is the will of God for you to step across onto the other side and get in the blessings of the Lord. God doesn't measure the cup. Okay, six ounces, eight ounces, 12 ounces. God just makes sure that the cup, no matter what size it is, is running over and that it's spilling over and beyond what you can imagine. That's the blessings of God. That's the mercies of God. And I want to tell somebody in this place today that when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, amen, he's not just going to fill you enough to keep you full for the week, but it'll keep on running over and flowing over. The Holy Ghost is like a well spring from the inside that it just bursts forth, amen, from our innermost being. 
amen, as long as it's more than what you are, more than you thought you could handle, there comes the grace of God and fills you till you overflow. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today, when the Holy Ghost fell in the book of Acts chapter 10, it didn't just fill the room where they were in. It didn't just fill the disciples where they were at. But those disciples stumbled out, out of the room. They had been drinking the new wine which comes from the Holy Ghost. And the room simply could not contain all that God was doing. And so they're in the room and the room starts to get full and the Holy Ghost starts to fall and descend. But suddenly it's not enough anymore. And so they open the doors. God is just filling. God is just blessing. God is just pouring out. And it fell out into the streets. And the Bible says that God began to add to the church. And Peter said it like this. It's not just for the apostles. Come on, somebody. It's not just for the apostles. Not just for the people that were with Jesus. Not just the people that were living in the first century. Amen. But it fell out, and in one day, 3,000 were added. I want to tell you, the book of Acts church had revival by the hundreds of thousands. They might have crossed over into the millions. And now, 2,000 years later, how can we number the goodness of God, the blessings of God, and how many people he's still filling today? You know why our sister got the Holy Ghost this morning? Because God is still pouring out, and the cup is still running over today. I just believe that somebody is hungry for the goodness of the Lord tonight. I just believe that somebody wants a blessing from God. I just believe that somebody wants the Holy Ghost here tonight. Amen? Anybody believe that with me? Anybody want that? Anybody want another filling of the Holy Ghost? Why? Because God will keep on filling. And God will keep on pouring out. God doesn't count it. God doesn't measure it whenever he decides that he's going to bless you. God just keeps on blessing and keeps on pouring out and keeps on until you're running over. That's the blessings of the Lord. That's the blessings of Christ. Today, I want you to make a conscious decision in your mind that you're going to follow the Lord and be faithful to him. And from that moment, I want to tell you, church, you're going to start to walk where there is no number. The verse that we read in the very beginning, John is looking out at the people standing before God, standing before the throne. I want to get, tell you, we get a little taste of heaven here on earth. Heaven is running over, and we're able to get some of it today. That's why you're able to get your miracle today. And I want to tell you, God doesn't just want to save your spirit. But there's enough that Jesus did to also heal your body. 
there's enough that Jesus did to take care of your finances on this earth. Oh yeah, I believe it 100% because I've seen it happen in my own life. I want to tell you when that we faced things in Lebanon, we didn't know how God was going to come through. Amen. But we decided to step out in faith. And I want to tell you, the balance caught us every time we stepped out. The mercy of God caught us with every step we took. All we decided is that we were going to follow him. No matter where he takes us, no matter where he leads us, God, I completely surrender myself to you. And I'm going to step out, Jesus. And in that moment, we were caught by the balance. And we, our foot sure would have slipped if it hadn't been for the Lord. He said, after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb's. The lamb who was slain. It's the will of God for you today to be counted in the number which has no number. If we could lift up our hands this evening. I want to invite you tonight. Taste and see the goodness of the Lord. You got something that's impossible. You feel like you're up against a wall and there's no budge and there's no give. Watch God tip the balance and the scales in your favor. Watch God pour you out a blessing you didn't expect, you didn't see coming. You don't understand how it happened, but it's definitely much more than what you were expecting. And I want to tell you the blessing of God doesn't stop in the house tonight. It spills out of the room. It'll go with you to your own home. It'll go with you to your job. It'll go with you to your workplace. It'll go with you while you're driving down the street. You just be sensitive to the Holy Ghost and all of a sudden you get a touch from the master's hand. You get a touch from the, that heavenly presence that says I'm still enough for you. I'm still more than you need. I'm still the answer. Come on, do you believe Jesus is still the answer? Hallelujah. Jesus has got everything that you need and more. I want to speak faith to people that are feeling, that are sick and they have a sickness in their body. I want to speak faith to you right now. The Bible says that Jesus was marred and whipped and he took stripes and he was completely, completely disfigured more than any other. I just believe what that's telling us is that if you tried to count the stripes on Jesus, you wouldn't be able to count them all. I just believe, you know, the, the Jews would whip 39, 40 save one, but the Romans whipped Jesus and they didn't count, they just whipped. And so you couldn't count the stripes on Jesus. You couldn't count the things that you couldn't pick them out. Why? He said it doesn't matter.
I'm just going to make sure that it's more than enough and the balance will forever, forever be in your favor. That is the mercy of God. And it's still here today. I want to invite you to these altars. That's why God is still healing today. That's why God still fills people with the Holy Ghost. If you're seeking a touch from God, I want you to come to this front. I want you to lift up your hands and I want you to make that funnel. Oh God, right into this heart, Lord Jesus. Until I'm overflowing, God. Until I'm running over. Until I can't contain it anymore. God, I want the oil of joy. God, I'm tired, Lord Jesus, of having to suffer on the other side of the scale. I'm tired, God, of, of having to deal with what this world wants to try to weigh me down with. Come on, there's... I want to tell you, there's anxiety and there's depression that can be countered with the oil of joy of the Lord when God begins to pour it out on you, and it'll last you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Have your way, Jesus, have your way. Come on, God is calling on some people here that they are going to make a decision in their heart. Wherever you are, if you're sitting, if you're kneeling, if you're standing, would you close your eyes right with me right now? And I want you to talk to God because God is listening in this place right now. need to cry out to God here this evening oh let God hear your voice crying out come on I've been there many times whether it was by myself or I was in the sanctuary if I was at the altar amen I learned that I needed to cry out to God because when I cried out to him he saw me and he heard my voice that's how David said it I cried out to the Lord God, oh, till I'm overflowing, God, oh. 